uh, by letting me let you. I already fucked up. Ah, shit. All right. Well, hey, it's the Enemy well, Slime Podcast. End of the Good night, everyone. The Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 160, which is what I said last week, but I was wrong. So now it is 160. Um, I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Hello, everyone. I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. I'm just going to say it right now that nobody in this podcast likes pedophilia. I, yes, that's true. You won't see anybody <laughs> resigning here anytime soon over controversial statements that no one in their right mind should ever make. Anyway, speaking of controversial statements no one should ever make, Mr. Doug Wilson is here. Hey! Okay, that was good. You. Yeah, that was your cue to make a Holocaust joke. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was waiting for. Like he can't make a he can't make a joke about a thing that never happened. I'm being good today. Oh, look at this now. guy! Uh, I feel like we're all being good tonight so far. Yeah, we're on. We're we're definitely we're we're on fire. Speaking of being good, we have Mr. Trevor Bowles here with us as well. Hashtag not my game of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's let's start with that because uh, you're getting to the party a little late, and um, I mm-hmm. think I think we were all hoping that you probably wouldn't listen to the podcast where we talked about your game of the year picks. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, when I talk shit about people, I don't mind if I listen. You don't give it. You don't care. Okay. All right. All right. Well, now that you're here, though, I think we can you know take a second to uh, to you know kind of let you defend yourself a little bit and. Uh, and fight back. So I, I don't know. Um, first of all, obviously you're dissatisfied with our our end results uh, mm-hmm. from, from from the voting. What what seems to you to be the greatest injustice that occurred during uh, game of the year this year? Uh the greatest injustice. Oh, that's a oh. that's a tough one. <laughs> I you know I mean honestly one of the things that I I picked the biggest bone with in that whole entire in the whole podcast that you guys we're talking about was actually with you Jared on talking about Overwatch not being a full game. I just I don't I don't think that it's a requirement these days to have a single player storyline. It does that doesn't mean that the game is full or not full without a without a single player storyline. That's that's probably the biggest thing for me is I mean Overwatch is a full game. It's just not the game that you like because it's competitive PVP. I think yeah, Jerry I just, want to, say, I just want to say that Overwatch <laughs> does have a full single player storyline. It's just not in the game. True. You have to go to other sources and get it. Yeah, you can watch it. I mean, you, you're, you're right though. Like no there, player there is a uh, there is a personal bias uh, for sure there. That like it's just not. Um, and, and I I feel like I would have said this when I said it, but just in case I wasn't clear, like for me, Overwatch just isn't the type of complete experience that I had hoped it would be. Um, mm-hmm. I understand there, there's no question or doubt in my mind that Overwatch has satisfied millions of other people uh, in a way that it just doesn't quite uh, satisfy me. Um, but I would never, I would never, like I, like I said, I was prepared for Overwatch to win. I was deeply surprised when Overwatch did a lot less than win. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so that 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 was a that was a shock for me. I, I had made peace with it. Like I'm cool with Overwatch. I don't I don't have a big uh, problem with Overwatch. But um, for for my money, like even so, I think you should pay Overwatch reparations. And I have a solution for that. And what what would you propose I do? <laughs> because they are coming out with a new tracer figure. One that doesn't look like ass, and it will probably be $200, but you can get one for me, you can get one for Lucio, you can get one for Trevor, and it all will be good. What about Doug? Great. Doug's got to want one. Uh, Doug, do you want a, a Tracer figure? No, Roadhog. 
Oh yeah, well that's well, a they're not making those, man. They're not making, not making road off. Probably well, not anytime soon. Then yeah, they don't, don't deserve those. game of the year. <laughs> Roadhog number one. <laughs> so Roadhog actually is number one. I want to. I want to ask because I, I know that books. I know that Jay let, can let me, receive. Let me say this. Uh, 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 Roadhog is like a big, fat, orange guy with a comb over who's really good at bullying people. That's your statement yep. on Roadhog? Could be his new skin. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. I see. <laughs> you get it. You, I get, you it. get it. Oh, man, we are <laughs> we are so political today. I uh, don't. It, well, what do you mean? I don't worry. There's there's someone. There's someone that it relates to. Um, so, but hang on a second here. Trevor said he was on board. Is your wife going to be cool with a figurine showing up at your house? Like a huge $90 figurine? How big is it? I, I assume it's a pretty good size. Uh, I mean, size it, of your wife. I hope it's not a real doll. Damn. Like I don't think I don't think it's well, that. Would, no, it's not going to be a real doll. It's be, it'll probably be cool a substantial size. They just announced it. Yeah, I mean, I've got my office. I've got all sorts of okay, dorky so, shit in here. All right, so yeah, me too. So yeah. that's okay. All right, I, I'm just I'm just checking. You never know. Yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes wives don't want figurines in their house. Yeah, that's why I've got my little office and I've got all sorts of figurines and. Video game stuff in here. All right. Well, I, mean, I, I, I have uh, I have I have Connor Kenway and I have Cole McGrath looking down at me right now, and like the 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 sexism and male privilege is crushing. So I need that tracer See, I to, got a, to break the glass ceiling. I've got a router in my office, and sometimes I think it looks too nerdy. I'm like, oh, I should hide this. Why don't you bring one of your amiibos into the office? I, they are as far away from a place where a <laughs> member of the public might see them as I can get. Like, they, 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 they need to. I, I need to figure out what the hell to do with them. Actually, funny enough, um, I went to a, I went to a concert in Las Vegas this last weekend, and uh, they had they had posters. And um, I had to get one. I wanted one so bad. And I got one. And like, I'm just looking at this thing. I'm like, man, where the fuck am I going to hang this? Where people <laughs> were like, because it, it's pretty goddamn uh, goofy. And, and all I, I still haven't figured out where it will go. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm actually not, not so much a figurine. I'm actually very selective with posters that go up, if they even do. Yeah, this, um, this poster... Uh, this poster is what we might call like pussy repellent. Like it's not gonna, <laughs> it's not going to impress anyone of the opposite gender when they see I it. I actually had the uh, Grand Theft Auto Five poster for a while. The one of the girl being arrested. Yeah, the um, uh, oh the the not the bikini one. It was a double sided poster, so you could flip it yeah, over. Yeah, it's double sided. It, was... it had like the it had um uh, the... I, I guess it was Franklin walking chop on one side, and then the other one with the um girl in cuffs. Yeah. Um. That actually was a pussy magnet. That was surprising. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, I love Grand Theft Auto. How did you know?" Hit, actually, hit there are there are some girls that were like, "Oh yeah, I love Grand Theft Auto," and then other ones just liked the imagery. I they, guess they I just like know. seeing hot chicks get arrested. I think we're all yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> we also like that. We've all been there for sure. I mean, I think we'd like seeing hot, hot chicks and cops. So I don't know about arrest. So let's it, let's but... back up here. We talked about we no, talked no, about. If there's uh, no legal process behind it. I'm not interested. <laughs> we talked about Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about your your other picks here. Um, easily the most controversial, uh, Total War Warhammer, which you, you think you that's, think that's the most more controversial? controversial than War, World of Warcraft? 
Yeah, I thought that was the most controversial. Really? Do you think that do you think that Legion belonged the least? Jay, you're the one that had a problem with it. I think I think it's great. Well, no one here wanted Total Warhammer, and I at least play World of Warcraft. <laughs> so in that regard, I, I played so, I played World of Warcraft too. So I mean, currently, so a question for you guys yeah, about World of Legion Warcraft. Yeah, because Legion made me quit. <laughs> okay, lay it on us. What's your question? So, so the question about World of Warcraft, and it's uh, it like I it uh, I don't know how to ask it without making myself seem like an asshole. But <laughs> the the question is is do you guys do you guys do a lot of rating or even high end rating? Yeah. Yeah, or at least I used to before the expansion turned. Oh, okay. So you haven't but done yes. any Legion, I mean. I haven't. Done, I've, I haven't done Legion high end rating. Yeah, I mean. What about for you? For me, it, it was really fun. I just do okay, raid. I, could, I, could, I, I, I understand that. I that I think that's fair, and I think if I haven't touched the the high end uh, rating, I can see how that would change your mind. Well, I, like I you have like, a you have a guild too, right? Like a yeah. regular group mm-hmm. that you because I, oh, we, I, I think we, the, we do the have right a guild actually. See, our a resident MMO RPG guy just never comes on the fucking podcast. Uh, because we have the same, we're in the same guild. Um, which... also, also, I don't think he's published anything since like 2014. Oh, I think he, I think he might have ran something in 15, maybe. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I mean, he's, that's I know, I know we didn't run anything last podcast. year. He's never been on like a podcast. He's been on my podcast. Anyway, we have it. We have a guild. I, I, I am a raider, gotcha. um, and I can yeah. see how that would make it appeal to you more. So I, I can see that, and I can see that I just didn't get far enough because Legion just turned me off completely. But I feel like with the other expansion packs, like they just chipped away at my fucking soul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. I mean, I didn't even play a lot of WoW for um, a couple of expansion packs. I tried them, and they were really bad. I didn't like them, um, especially yeah. Warlords of Draenor. Nobody liked that one. Um, it was terrible. But for Legion, it really brought it back for me, and the rating was it was fun. It was actually There was actually difficult raids you know it was um not 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 the most difficult rating i've ever done but it was still difficult the rating and um you know it was it was fun and nighthold it's the newest one that they've come out with recently just like two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago it's it's fantastic and you know you fight against goldan great fights different mechanics um I mean, there's like speeding up time and slowing down time in some of the fights because oh. it's the it's a time. There's something to do with time in the story. You dodge story. a purple really ring. Sure. You dodge a pink ring. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> there so are it's, some it's of that. Dodging colors. I, yeah. that's, I mean, I, I will, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to concede that that is a fair point. That if I did not do all of the content in Legion, then uh, it's not fair for me to judge it as harshly. Well, especially because um, like for some, I I get it in the sense that like for some people that is wow and it's crazy to me because like i never even got to like onyxia like uh, by the mm-hmm. time i hit 60 most of my friends had quit playing and so like no, i've Jared. i've never done Jared, Jared, Jared. i've never done any say, of that stuff i hope you don't take any offense Jared, but it always astounds me i was too busy crushing <laughs> pussy yeah <laughs> no wait wait it, it astounds you what what say that again it always it always astounds me um just where your end market for video game is. <laughs> oh, like like where I decide to quit? Yeah. 
Well, I feel like it's for like, WoW, I had a really tangible reason in that nobody was and, and no, playing yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's hard without a guild. It is really hard without a guild. Because I, I was, I was working, I was working swing shifts at the time, and so I'd get home at midnight, and people were like, "Well, good night, going to bed." And so, like, <laughs> got to join an Australian guild, dude. Yeah, I guess so. Well, lesson yeah, learned. I should have made friends with the with yeah. the Aussies. Um, but I mean, if you're tickled, two hundred and seventy-five. Okay, if you're tickled, <laughs> if you're tickled by that, you should borrow my PlayStation One memory card sometime and see where I quit in like every. JRPG. Uh, I do want to see that actually. <laughs> because almost all of them are right at the final boss. And I was like, it's, I can, I can, it's too I can hard. That. <laughs> Just gave up. I, I definitely believe that. Just couldn't be bothered. Uh, I think actually like for me, it's either it's either all in or kind of hardly not at all. Like I haven't played Tales of Assyria kind of since we talked about it. Um, but if I'm like in it, I'm in it to win it. I have to do the whole thing. Yeah, no. See, like Final, even, Final even Fantasy those MMO RPGs. Final like, Fantasy Seven. I just like dropped that save point like immediately. Like, well, better save, and <laughs> then just got like wiped by the first Genova, and I was like, well, all right, it was fun. It was a fun game. <laughs> That's it. That's see it later. I yeah, see, I eventually that, that, beat it because uh, my friend gave me his save where he had Knights of the Round, and so yeah, I just okay. did that shit, but. That actually gets under just my skin. Like, if I get that far, if I get to a boss and I can't beat him, that will get the fuck under my skin. Like Dark Souls 3. I didn't love Dark Souls 3, but I was kind of right there. I was at the Twin Princes. I'm like, if I don't beat them, I'm this is going to bug me for like the rest of my life. I have to do that and then move on with my life. So I don't know. I don't know, Jared. Just the difference I, in how we play. What did I get that I know I'm never going to... I picked something up and I, I played just a little bit of it. And I was like, I'm never playing this again. And now I can't. I can't even think of what game it is. It came out just super recently, and I I picked it up and was like, No, this isn't happening. You know what game I do that with all the time? Uh, there's been four of them, and it's that uh, Dead Rising. I pick that game oh, up every it? single time. That's the one. <laughs> and and I pick it up, and it's fun, and I enjoy it. But all I find myself doing is going around running over zombies and shit. And Dead. then I never beat the story. Dead Rising Four. I played long yeah. enough that I could talk about it at length on the podcast. And I know, I know, I'm never putting that game in my Xbox yep. again. I just, <laughs> yep. I do not like it. I do not like that game. It's um, interesting because I, I see what you're saying. I, I actually. I enjoy the gameplay, but the story is just not enticing enough at all to ch- to continue doing. Oh, it's and then, so weird and inconsistent, and like Frank yeah. West is so bizarre and right. And then and so, like I said, I'll just I love just popping it in and trying to make all the weird combination of weapons and stuff, and, try, and running over the zombies with the cool cars that you can make, and it's funny. But then after what an hour, I'm done. I I just I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, we already had our big discussion on it, but my my thought really is that like everything kind of works the same now. Like, mm-hmm. I think my example is always in the original. A lot of the weapons do special things. Like, you find that uh, shower head, and the first time you use it, you like stab it into the zombie's skull, and then blood comes out of the shower head or whatever. And right. like that stuff's just gone now. Now everything's just like a club, and it knocks the zombie down, or maybe it's like a, a sharp club, and it slices the zombie up. And uh, and that's pretty much it. And like sometimes you hook up a, a like you know electric thing to it, or make a gun that shoots Christmas ornaments. Like yeah. I, I don't know, it just doesn't feel. So so wait, Jack, Jack, did you beat Dead Rising too? Uh, no, I only beat I only beat Dead Rising. Uh, I didn't okay. I didn't play three at all. And so so most people here miss like the greatest one liner in video game history. It, I did. Where he says, "I've I covered doors," you know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's. What like, does he I say? Love that line. That's... Well, he he slaughters all these guys, right? 
and then he takes their coffee and he drinks it and he says, "Thanks for the coffee." <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good. Z- that's the ending. That's it. <laughs> that's not the oh, ending. That's some, uh, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be great if it was the ending. It's pretty close <laughs> to the end. That's a, that's some John McClane shit right there, though. Yeah. Man. By the way, uh, you know, all this time you're supposed to be a sympathetic father doing this to get the drugs for his daughter. <laughs> and suddenly your chase bond chase bond mixed with clean eastwood yeah. people left and right and doing one liner <laughs> and you know what i was okay with it yeah <laughs> yeah oh there's something about yeah. there's something about in dead rising 4 too where i found a morrigan costume and like the first few times yeah. i appeared in a cutscene dressed as morrigan it was like pretty funny but then for whatever reason it really started to disturb me and <laughs> I couldn't take it off though. I don't know why. Like I just, I didn't want to remove it, but I also didn't want to see it anymore. And so, so like, anyway, is there a camel toe in that version of Morrigan's costume? No, uh, that sounds I, painful. I'm actually having yeah, trouble. I'm actually like... having trouble remembering um, what exactly is happening in that particular region of his body. <laughs> um, we'll see it directly. <laughs> but most of the chest is pretty open, like. Uh, there's a there's a pretty big uh, you know pitch in the in the in, or plunge I guess in the dress. So well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Morrigan's dress. Yeah, well, looking good. So anyway, this uh, this is this is so old. This is old old news. But uh, l- let's let's wrap up our game of the year discussion here. Is there any last thoughts that you had on it, Trevor? That uh, a glaring omission or just general seething rage that Titanfall two won or no. Well, so the, you know, I I would like to, you know, just give a little shout out to Stardew Valley because that game really was yes. good. Um, it was fun. And that it was, uh, I mean, I mean, there's two of us who nominated it, uh, you know. No, there's three. But, it appeared oh, on three. three. Yeah, three of us yeah I, think it, so, I, mean, I think it and Overwatch appeared on three lists. Yeah. And all the I same mean, list. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, all, yeah, all it, the same it's people. A great game. So obviously, it's a great you guys game. are like kindred spirits in some way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't nominate Stardew Valley. Stop saying I nominated Stardew Valley. Oh, no, you, you, you did. You loved oh, it. You made a mistake then. I mean, I did love it, but I didn't nominate it. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it on my Switch someday if they ever actually release it. Um, coming on your PC. Coming out. I, 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 have your, I have your list right here, Lucio. Um, and your first game is Doom, and then your second game is Stardew Valley, and then your third game is Stardew Valley again. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then there's your fourth game, Stardew Valley. You nominated it three times. right, but I trust you. Nah, it doesn't sound like <laughs> nerd shit like it should be. Did Michael yeah, pick it... Stardew Valley? I could have sworn it appeared on three lists. Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Wait, maybe, so... maybe, Doug, did you nominate it? I didn't have any lists we to didn't, nominate, we didn't but give... I would have. <laughs> we didn't I told you that, I told you to put up a list, so it was on Doug's list. <laughs> all right well there you go so the yeah, point so, is that people liked it yeah it was and you know it's it's 20 bucks it might have even been cheaper i think it was 15 dollars, and yeah, I, it, it was like just on sale yeah it was just ton hours and hours of fun bucks and it's nice yeah uh, it's it's a good game and then warhammer i mean like i said in the in my little spiel on it it was it was a niche pick i knew it wasn't going to be popular I understand. Um, it's an RTS game, which is already just such a niche uh, genre in general, I feel like. Um, I, I think it's pretty good. I've played a lot of the Total War games. They are, um, like I said in my uh, little uh, piece on here, it was Total War hasn't been as good as Warham- Total War Warhammer since probably Total War 
uh, Rome, the first one. Mm-hmm. So um, there's just something about playing those games where you get to be like the general on the battlefield that I've never experienced in any other game. And it is just such massive combat. It's not the greatest graphics. I mean, they've got to generate uh, thousands of individual little right, characters right. on the screen, so it's not going to be amazing. But um, it is it is fun if you like those types of games. And so I it doesn't offend me that people don't like it. I get it. It's not it's not the most amazing game in the world, honestly. Um, and I can say this now because it's legal in California, so it's okay. But I just get stoned out of my mind and play Warhammer. And it is amazing <laughs> because you get on there and you play those, you know, you play those different characters. And it's very easy because it, there's a lot of pauses. And you can actually just pause the game in general. I guess you can with a lot of games. But in, you know, when, when I'm high, I can't play a lot of competitive PvP when I'm stoned. Right. You can't go play and, like Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. I just get ma- massacred. I go on Warhammer. I mean- Play against you the computer. Would, you, you wouldn't be the only one, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now that would explain some of my teammates have had. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah, you, you, you got always have who are too. Uh, I like to win though, so I'm too competitive on on those games. I I don't like to just get shut down. So yeah, I go on like, Warhammer like when I'm high. Like the that stops your alt. And yeah. <laughs> so you're like, why? <laughs> so I tried that once with uh, Just Cause Three, and I remember like. I would have an okay time with it, but I would always I would always get in these situations where I'd clear out like all the spots on a map except for two and I couldn't find the two that I needed. I don't know why. I guess my ability to just read maps goes out the window first. And so like I'd get bored and then wander off and do something else. And the next day when I booted that game up, I had like six settlements that were like eighty percent cleared and I didn't under- <laughs> I didn't know where I was and I was it, it just it, I messed everything up. <laughs> like, you know, you know, you know which game I actually used to get super fucked up on and then play. Uh, it was actually World of Warcraft, and I think mm-hmm. usually in those moments I performed better for my guild. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it, it's normal that you would think that, whether or not it was no, true. No, I would actually get compliments, you know, and I would I would usually get yelled at when I was sober, which is why I would get messed up. And I would get things, oh, like, hey, Jay, your DPS is really good tonight. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe you have more focus or you relax more when you're uh That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're just not so uptight, man. Sick and tired of that. <laughs> the rotations right. just come naturally. That's right. When you got to split. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's talk about, um, we'll, we'll, we'll shift away then from Game of the Year, but I, I want to kind of stick with Trevor a little bit because I think he's been playing the newest release out of all of us. Um, although it sounds like a couple of you guys have, have spent some time with For Honor. Um, mm-hmm. So my first question is, um, is it good? Because I didn't think it would be. Uh, I, I I don't want to run over other people. I don't think so. But I don't know if you I mean, I mean, Trevor obviously liked it enough to buy the full version. So what? Yeah. So I, you know, I, I it's really tough. It's really tough because it from a. Um, from like a competitive PvP perspective, I don't know if it'll if it'll really take off because um, it's uh, it would be really cool to watch people play it, but it's still not you know it's not a free game, so it's hard to you know I, I'm really into the esports, and so I, yeah. I don't know that it can take off. They're trying to make it an esport, I think. I think that's what their aim is with this yeah, game. I agree. From Ubisoft. But uh, I don't know if it can take off. I, I just don't know if there's going to be a big enough player base or, or audience to watch it. Well, um, I, 
I, I, I think you're exactly right. I think that's I think exact that's exactly what's going on. I think they want Four Honor to be a esport. It's very much constructed by one like one. Yeah. Um, so uh, and I think there's just like they what? they just kind of get there in their own way. And there's like I, from even what Lucio was telling me from what some of the stuff he's done in the game, it just sounds like they don't have the chops to pull this off as like the esport they want it mm-hmm. to be. So is it, so for is, me, it, is there a single player experience to it or is it just a, oh, okay. So there's a campaign that runs parallel. Yeah, you'll to... be, you'll be pleasantly surprised, Jared. It has a single player campaign that it makes it a complete <laughs> game. Yeah. Finally a complete game. Yeah. I'm so sick of these fucking yeah. incomplete games. That's right. Um, <laughs> And you know, hey, keep keep in mind that I'm the I'm the guy who nominated a three hour uh, platformer. So yeah, that rumbling blocks or whatever. Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> oh, what is yeah, that? Well, that that too, that too. Yeah, Jared uh, has a big love of puzzle games. It starts all the way back from high school when they put Stru- Super Street Fighter puzzle game in the cafeteria. He's not wrong. Uh, you're, is that you're, actually what happened at your school? Yeah, uh, I don't remember why or how, but for puzzle whatever fighters? reason, in high school they put a puzzle fighter machine in the cafeteria for like a week, <laughs> and um, and I was really good at it. Like I could just destroy anybody that I played in that, and something about that felt so good. <laughs> Um, cause I'm not usually a, the best at competitive shit be, because, uh, we had a mini, a mini like tournament at a game store. Uh, I think they're actually still open. That's pretty close to me. It's like a mom and pop game. They had like a mini tournament and it was some fighting game. It was, um, a Pokemon, um, um, league or whatever it was, the big stadium. Yeah. 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 Uh, stadium, the, that was it. It was mm-hmm. uh, the Pokemon puzzle league or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 But no, that wasn't the puzzle one. The puzzle one that they had was like super Tetris or something like that. And I would have washed out of that competition if it wasn't for Tetris. <laughs> that was like <laughs> the only one that, that saved my ass and I was, uh, got me I second really place. Actually. actually, funny enough, I enjoyed that game so much that I bought uh, the PlayStation version uh, off of eBay for like a hundred dollars, which doesn't oh. sound like a doesn't oh, sound like shit. a big deal, oh. but like this is in <laughs> this is like my you senior year. Like a big deal. I almost choked my fucking coke. Are you serious? Yeah, this is like this is like my senior year of high school, and uh, <laughs> it was it was out of print, and so I was like, ah, fuck it, and I saved up my money from the pet store I worked at, and. Uh, <laughs> Got myself a copy off eBay. That's fair. Damn. That's fair enough. Uh, same with Bushido Blade. Bushido Blade Two. I spent almost like sixty bucks to, which at the time well, that's that's about average at the time. I feel like even maybe. back then you complain about high prices now, but it was it was never that cheap to get a video game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no. But anyway, I'm I'm deviating yeah, you, here. So so uh, actually, yeah, but with Forerunner, so I like I I guess what I was saying is I, it it. I think it is a decent game. I don't think it's a great game. I don't think it's um, what I feel like when I play it is it and it feels very much so like a uh, fighting. game. It feels like Street Fighter. It feels like you're playing Street Fighter when you get into the one on one uh, battles. And I play a lot of fighting games and it doesn't feel like a fighting game. But go ahead. Well, I guess what I mean is it's not this. It's not the same. But as far as the 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 blocks, the counters, the feigns, the. Um, you know, the block breaking, the counter block breaking, the, uh, the combos, they're, they're trying to get you into that, into that like rock, paper, battle, scissors. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, of like a fighting game and like it, a, it, like a simpler version, it sounds like, right. Or like a slower version, maybe it's a lot yeah. slower and, and it's slower. not as, um, 
So can, can, I, can, can I break down? As precise as a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Can, can I break down uh, the, the the game real quick, Jared? Like, yeah, because that's actually like, what I'm. That's what I'm not really grasping uh, yeah. so far. So, so, so it, how, how does it work? What is it? It's very much. It's it's kind of at a halfway point between um, uh, kind of Dynasty Warrior, Dynasty Warriors, and a MOBA like a Defense of Asians. Um, it's it's kind of in the middle there somewhere. Um, it definitely has like influences from both these things. And I think when we watched it, we felt like it was Ubisoft's take on uh, Dynasty Warriors when we saw the first uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. So you choose one warrior. Um, there's a character select. And you choose them from like knights, vikings, or samurai. And then you have this warrior, and your goal is to kind of go out and find and uh, kill other warriors and conquer their points. And they have these constantly spawning minions that get in the way. Um, so, you know, yeah, the focus is uh, 1v1, but then helping thin out the crowd of minions and all that uh, will also make it easier to secure points. And so that's kind of the flow of the game. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a combination of Defense of the Agent and it's a combination of um, Dynasty Warriors. But I feel like it's missing a lot of the charm of either of those things. And like I'm on the same page as most of Enemy Slime that I, I hate MOBAs, but at least MOBAs have uh have some things. Like they have they have a pace to pet battle. They have um they have like good multiple characters. Like even if I don't like playing them, I like looking at the character art. And um For Honor's missing that. For Honor's is missing the special moves you can pull in Dynasty Warriors and then the weight mechanic is really fucking weird to me because it pays off great in a game like Dark Souls, but in a game that's 1v1 like this, I don't know why would they would do that. Okay. Um, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about that 1v1 aspect because I don't know if Trevor had that, this experience, but... So the game is definitely decided to be a 1v1 kind of dual thing. Yep, I agree. But I've never been in that situation. It's always been, you know, 3 on 4, 2 on mm-hmm. 4, or 1 on 3, or whatever. Um, I, and it always feels like, without fail, uh, the the team with the most people is the one that wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where I just stop like locking it all together. I picked the biking chick, whatever. Did you just pu- did you just push people off the off the cliffs? No, I just <laughs> I would just wait until like one of the the other guys engage them, and I just would go behind them and like smash them with my fast character. And I went from like but, but dying see, most, see, of, the time to kind most of-, of the time. Kind of what, you, kind of what, one simple trick. Yeah, kind of, kind of what you're describing. That's why I don't think it's going to make a compelling um, uh, tournament game. Because if you look at something like Marvel versus Capcom three, that was like the most uninteresting thing to watch ever because of the bean spam that was rapping in that game. Like we loved playing it, but we didn't like watching it. Um, and then yeah, later on they patched that, and yeah, there were some more interesting matches, but it was too little, too late. And so I feel like that's what For Honor is going to end up as, where people just kind of use the cheap tactics to win, and then that becomes the competition. Um, and yeah, there, there might be some like super high level play that I don't know about. I'm sure there is. Like everything has high, even the dumbest there is. shit I mean, you can, has high level. You play. can watch it, but you can watch it on YouTube and stuff. But you know what I would say is, you know, I agree with you, Lucio. In Dominion, that's exactly what the gameplay is. It's just yeah. you trying to get a two-on-one situation or three-on-one or four-on-one situation and just smash the other enemy team. Whoever completes that chain, whoever gets the first kill, can then just chain kill everybody else with a yeah. with an advantage. And yeah, that sucks. Perfect. And there is no the, they have a revenge system where you can try to get a little bit of an advantage over a two-on-one, but it doesn't work very well. And um, and the blo- trying to block somebody while you're because when you go into a one-on-one, Jared, you you kind of focus on one person, 
And then there's like a three-way blocking system or a three-way attacking system. It's either left, right, or up. Mm-hmm. And so when you're when you're trying to block somebody's attack who's in front of you, and then somebody else comes on the side of you, you you have to you can block them, but it's really hard to fight against two people because they can just spam attacks on you and you'll die. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you need to like unlock from the person that you're fighting and then lock into the new person. Yeah. So it's so anytime you have a numerical superiority, since so everybody's locked one to one, the person that's free is just gonna go around wrecking kills. Yep. Which is how I did it, which was really cheap. And so I agree with you on that. I, I really don't I think the Dominion game mode is not the mode that they're gonna try to sell as a as a uh as a as a tournament or a you know as a as an esport. I think what they're going to try to do is use either the two v two or the one v one. There's no minions on those maps, it's just a pure fighter type situation where you just fight against you can do two on two or you can do one on one. Um and you can just fight against another person. That's where I've seen a lot more of the higher end play on YouTube um, is with is the one on one because there's people who really learn their class, the other classes, the combos. There's no cheese. There, there's the cheesing with the pushing people off the cliffs. But that doesn't happen in the higher levels because people are privy to it. They're not going to get block broken right next to an edge um, most of the time. So they're usually OK. But um, but yeah, so. Th- I I agree. I I mean, Dominion I think is much more. It's actually the game mode that I like the most because I suck. I, I can't I can't fight in those one on ones. And so when I play in Dominion and I go in there and I and I just smash on the enemy minions or I can get that two on one situation, I can actually win some of those matches because you know I, I'm good at cheesing it. Well, actually, actually the funny the funny thing is when you describe that other mode, it's actually the opposite for me. I'm like, oh, I actually like the sound of that one v one two v two thing a little better than I like. I, uh, I agree. I, 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 I think it is better. And, but I suck at it. That's the problem. Yeah, right, I, I, right. I, yeah, I get it. And then, but see, I, I, I think there are other things that are going to get Ubisoft in Ubisoft's way of making this an esport because they're Ubisoft and they can't help yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, and so, For price me, points. Are huge the other thing was that the, the faster, price. the faster characters to clean house. Um, right, but but like just stepping away from the from the actual gameplay mechanics for a second. Oh, sorry, uh, you price, point, about... price point. Price point is like a huge problem because it's not price only is it sixty dollars. Yeah, but it's yeah. a yeah. complete it's a complete game. But you, it's not. But it's why not, would you not, pay? No, because it's, it's it's Ubisoft, so it's sixty dollars. But there's also microtransactions. Yeah, because yeah, they can't help themselves. Not for pay to win. <laughs> I mean, but look, there is other stuff. Yeah. You, can you climb towers and unlock parts of the map? No, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. It, I, there might be tower climbing. I haven't seen it yet, but there might be. If not, um, why buy it? You definitely have to lock down towers. And then the other thing is, it uses it doesn't have any dedicated servers. It use, actually uses the same server structure that the division use. And as you know from me and Lucio's experiences with the division, that ended up being a huge fucking problem. It gave a huge advantage to hackers. It killed off like the player base almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, yep. The division even went from, like, consoles. The, yeah, even on consoles. And the division went from like one of the greatest games ever played to like one of the worst games ever played. It's mm-hmm. Actually, the only score on the Enemy Slime website that I ever regret giving out. Um, so, so, so that's, those are the, those are the big two things. I feel like them not learning their lessons from the division and them trying to like squeeze people on the price point. Um, that's going to stop this game from being picked up seriously. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. Um, and I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's the greatest game ever. I think what they did tap into and where they're going to get a lot of sales and and then I think the player base will die out. But I think they're going to get a lot of sales because it really is an attempt at something new that has that is um, 
appealing to a lot of people. I mean, you know, just right. the whole the whole idea of picking a, a knight and fighting against a Viking. I mean, it's just it, it's intriguing. I mean, <laughs> really? it's, is that a, is that something I mean, that's, cool. like, that's like that's the most coolest thing to me. I'm like, I want it to be a samurai. Really? Fight, when like, I when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's lame. Like, <laughs> Jared hates samurais, though. I love samurais. <laughs> I love them. Well, it is selling really well. I just I just pulled the game up on Steam Spy, and it's been consistently rising every day, which is actually kind of weird. Usually, it launches, and then you know the the next week mm. it's it's down again. But it's actually doing pretty. I think it's pretty good. Stopping into into kind of a. I mean, we'll we'll see like how because there's not a lot of like medieval fighting games. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, I saying. guess I I guess I get what you mean though. Like it has that it has that like. Um, Novelty, yeah. Well, like that that kind of childish, like Tonka truck versus uh, Ninja Turtle. I don't Batman know. Batman like, versus Superman. <laughs> it, yeah. It, Ninja Turtles versus I, Street I Sharks. I, I feel like yeah, no Ninja matter, Turtles versus Street Sharks. Everyone knows how that one but it's works kinda, out. It's, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like Street Sharks all the way. No matter how old you are, one of those things is always going to be cool. Like knights or Vikings or samurai. One of those, one of those three things will do it for yeah, you. Yeah, you, uh, you call like, me when Cowboy DLC shows up. <laughs> or I, um... I mean, hey, I pitched an alternate game, and my game was samurai versus cowboys versus pirates. That's what I want. But yeah, I'll take, I would. I'll, be... I'll take samurai. I'll take samurai and Vikings. I could, I could see pirates showing up in For Honor DLC. Um, well, I don't, but sure, there um, will be DLC. I can absolutely 100% guarantee oh, yeah. that without ever seeing any DLC. Well, they already they pre they pre sold it. I mean, they have the season pass, oh, okay. which is. Yeah, I mean they have the DLC, but then you don't just you don't get to know what it is yet. I was out. See, that's classic Ubisoft. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, uh, I, I was. <laughs> I was reflecting on earlier today how um, Ubisoft. I called them kind of like the mega Rockstar because we talked about this on the podcast before. But Rockstar kind of learns from each game and then uses that to make a better game. And then Ubisoft just takes whatever the fuck they have lying around from previous games and puts it in the next game. But mm-hmm. a friend of mine made a better point that it's more like mega CD Projekt Red because CD Projekt Red will make a great game and then they'll scrap the entire fucking thing. They'll learn from it and then create a new one from scratch. Um, so I, don't know. I think you but, were actually talking on one of the podcasts, though, and I think you're right about Ubisoft. When, you were the one who nominated Watch Dogs 2, right? Yeah, I remember when they watched Soft Tooth. Yeah, I you know I think I think Ubisoft will make this better on the next one. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it gets a sequel. <laughs> I, if it gets yeah. a sequel, like For Honor Two will actually probably be like a fully realized product. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so no. that um, is that is total. That is absolutely one hundred percent their way. So as yeah, long as that's, that, that is that is actually what I mentioned on the game of your podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. all right. And just to mention the single player, just to wrap things up. It's terrible. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's absolutely terrible. It's a it's basically extended trading mode. They just put you in the body of each of the different characters just to like teach you how to play them. That's it. Uh, that's all it is. Going through just random <laughs> things and killing other knights that really suck. I mean, I put it on the hardest difficulty and it's just cake. But so, it's a complete game. So that it makes the game seem a lot easier than it actually is. The Steam mm-hmm. Steam tags uh, feature the tag "Story Rich," so you would <laughs> you would perhaps yeah. disagree I mean, by, with by that. Ubisoft sound yeah. is story rich. I would uh, definitely disagree. More people nominated it for third person, so that's good. At least we got that one right. Yeah. Um, and gore is it violent? Is it gory? Yeah. Very. Oh, yeah. cool. 
I like it. Some I've of just the seen executions are actually pretty cool. Almost all I've seen of it is just people getting pushed off the edge. One of, one of the interesting things to me <laughs> yeah, is kind of the, meme. the game <clears throat> is completely unrealistic, right? There's nothing here that's like right. Vikings never fought. What are you samurai. talking about? Vikings fought samurai all the time. Um, but what? It's not. Remember the Satsuma Rebellion? Yeah. If Michael were here, he would tell you that's when the Vikings showed up in Japan. <laughs> yeah, they they went all the way down the Horn of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. No, they, they were went trying over to get the North to Pole. England. They went over the North Pole, and they, on the way, they killed Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, th- th- there's little details on the animations and stuff that shows you that they just did a ton of research on this, and they kind of just threw it away. Like, well, it's funny. It's funny because I was actually, you know, this is, this is slightly unrelated. It's slightly off topic, but it. it I was reading something on um, the Last Samurai a review. Where the reviewer was like, oh, anything they got right is by accident. But that's not true. These people actually do like a ton of research. And I honestly believe that Ubisoft, like I, I 100% believe this. I think Ubisoft have like this fantastic research department. I do. I think they put a lot of money into it. I think they have these researchers that are awesome at what they do. And then they make these video games and they use fucking none of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like... Like for example, there's this one move that one of the characters does. is the the lady, the woman with the longsword, where mm-hmm. she kind of just grabs it and hits somebody with it. That's an actual thing they used to do. Huh. Uh, right? Yeah. Like, like it's like it's it's like my Watch Dogs two experience. Like everything in Watch Dogs two, almost everything felt like authentic. And then there's uh, places in, when they cared about Assassin's Creed. Uh, there are places you would go into Assassin's Creed. You're like, right, uh, oh, that one's exactly right. One of the and, knights has like chainmail with like padded armor below, which is what they used to do. And then you go next, and the, there's a Viking, and he's naked, and you're like, but does not. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, like it looks like everything about for honor, like the armor and the weaponry and all that. All that looks real. It's just that a samurai was not fighting a knight to get at a juicy, juicy water spring. Oh right. yeah, they all wanted that water so bad. <laughs> <clears throat> I I thought about picking the game up to see how that played out. Like, what was <laughs> there was a guy. <laughs> Like a guy dead, dead on right. the on the water spring, and now you know. Yeah, it's, he likes. It's contaminated. No oh yeah, he like bleeds in it, but they still want to drink it. They're like, whatever. I mean, back then you weren't afraid of you know, uh, AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Let's stop drinking on this podcast because it's like third time. It's not samurais versus monkeys. <laughs> But that game be free. Thank cool. you, thank you, Doug. You did it. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking about actual monkeys. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> we know what you mean. <laughs> because Jesus because... Christ, don't, don't you're making yeah. it worse. You're actually you're literally making. Yeah, it you worse. are making it worse. What? It's just monkeys. Monkeys transmitted AIDS to African Americans, who then transmitted it to white people. Yep. Okay. Well, first monkeys of all, tra- tra- monkeys transmitted it directly. To first of all, Doug, if you had ever listened to a Kanye West album, you would know that the government gave us AIDS. <laughs> okay. Yes, the CIA infected the monkeys first. <laughs> okay. Good. So you did listen. I think we. I think we need to. I think we need to change the subject. Yeah, let's, yeah. Talk, let's talk about. Uh, I, think, I think Mike. I think at this point, Doug may have to resign. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we had a recorded Skype call. Hey, yeah. these are facts. I'm. I'm I've got. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Gravity Rush a little bit because I'm curious where the hell that has gone in the two weeks <laughs> uh, since since we last talked about it. So how's that? Uh, so this is my theory of places. how they did the story for this game. I think that. There were these, like, 
executives talking to the creative team, and the creative team went and gave them four separate plots that they could do for the sequel. And were they like, we like them all? And yeah, they just went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they did all four of them. <laughs> So, so, so let's see. I want to I want to I want to reestablish first of all something that both you and Jared said a couple of podcasts back, where like the first Gravity Rush, and I agree with this, is kind of like a Studio Ghibli movie. Like you're playing right. something that's, that's that's like cute and and romantic and like and like fun and all that kind of stuff. Um, tell us where Gravity Rush Two ends. <laughs> going off so, of that. So the last time we spoke. She, she just to give you a, a brief uh, catch up, Trevor. She yes, woke please. up. She I had no power. She was it. a slave. Then she got her powers and she helped the people that enslaved her into uh, this duel with a merchant. Then she helped the merchant um, with this thing with a council of elders. Then she took down the government. Uh, that's where we left, right? So wow. she took down the government. And like she's teleported back to the city from the first game. Oh, cool. And the entire map from the first game is in this game, too. Okay. Uh, and she's alone, and nobody remembers who she is, even though she's only been gone for, like, three years. Uh, <laughs> now, keep in mind that she literally put the city back together um, in the first game. So this is kind of like... Right, she should, she should have, like, a statue. Right, right. This is kind of like, um, I don't know... Eisenhower, like, leaving for three years and nobody remembers who he is. Uh, who? Um, <laughs> the guy who won World War II. Uh, World War what? World War II, Doug. I went to public school. I don't, I don't know these things. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> the War of Northern Aggression, Doug. If only, if only oh, someone, if only someone had is. instituted a voucher program for you, Doug, you could have gone to a decent school and learned something. Uh, Thankfully, my children won't have to worry about that. Thank God. So, anyway, continue, Lucio. Um, so she, <laughs> she gets to the, the new place and is under a new dictatorship thing. Uh, she gets evicted from her house. Now her house is a sewer pipe. Okay. So she gets evicted from her sewer pipe. She can't find anywhere to sleep. Um, when do you, up, when do you like, when do you jump around and change gravity? Like, oh, all of this is happening when you're doing that. Oh, of course. Right. And you're fighting monsters in the way, too. Yeah, it's just a given. Okay. And it's all super cute. And, like, all this is presented, like, really nice and cutesy. And, like, imagine this is Bambi. Uh, <laughs> so she meets this kindly old man who um, turns out to be, like, the big new, like, leader of the town. And he restores her sewer pipe home. Because, you know, why give the hero that savior town an actual house? Um, and eventually what happens is that it turns out that he's, like, doing experiments on people. And she makes his two super-powered, like, women that want to stop time itself. So you fight them. Okay. And then the credits roll. And then there's the entire third section of the game after the credits. Oh, good. And I'm talking a good chunk of game. Uh, maybe, like, five hours. What? <laughs> yeah. five fucking hours you know what yeah. you know what that reminds me of um uh fucking Hideo Kojima. uh no i was gonna say wild arms the original wild arms i think the credits for that game don't roll until like uh five or six hours in and it's just like 
it's a it's a literal like like scroll like there's this there's this whole arc and the king dies and they're having like his funeral procession and then these credits roll over the funeral procession and then you realize like oh oh no the game just started like that was basically oh yeah i know what you're talking about that was basically like the intro yeah yeah. and there's like another 40 hours to go yeah Anyway, I was so, I was thinking of um that's like just Hideo Kojima's trick. That's what he likes to do. Yeah. Like, hey guys, the game is over. Wink, wink. Yeah. Except when he does so it, the, it's cute. When Wild Arms did it, it just confused me. <laughs> so the credit rolls. I think that was like supposed to be like the opening scroll. That wasn't. It, it just it was confusing. Right. Was this confusing is the ending. Cause... This is the ending credits. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the, the ending credits roll. Um. You started the third part of the game. So there's this big pillar that all the worlds are kind of attached to. And from below the pillar, there's this like black thing that's been swallowing everything, uh, like a black hole. So the third part starts, and the city that you just spent all this time saving uh, gets swallowed up by this black hole. So you will have to climb this pillar until you get to the top. And when you get to the top, you find out that she used to be the queen of that kingdom. Um... And uh, suddenly she loses her memory. Like you, you spend a lot of time just walking around. They don't let you go anywhere. Um, Tell them about the books. Yeah, so you find these these books that basically are all like these fables of uh, little girls living in towers that tried to gain their freedom, and as a result, they died. Um, you know, don't take any risk because you're going to die. Oh, look, she went and followed her heart, and then she died. Um, so anyway, she, um, eventually regains her memory and it turns out she used to be the queen and she knew about the black hole swallowing everything below and she wanted to bring all of the people that were below to live with her, um, into the, uh, up into the top of the pillar. So she basically wanted to bring refugees and because of that, they tried to kill her and, they just kind of because you're super powered and uh, pretty much immoral. They kind of just dropped her down the pillar and she lost her memory. So after that, you fight two bosses. One of them, which is a really depressing battle, where like you start losing your power slowly, and then you sacrifice yourself and the game ends. Oh, I didn't know about that part. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what is all this happening like the most with bizarre story? <laughs> This is all <laughs> happening with like Am the serious like. This is like this is like hold on, hold on, hold on one second because because what Trevor Trevor said, I feel like we all looked at this individually. Like when I first saw it in like the chat, I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And then he described it on the last podcast I mean, or the one before it, and I think it confused everyone. And I kind of started getting in a little every time you tell this story to a new person. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm I'm yeah, no closer. I'm no closer to following <laughs> any of that. Like, maybe it's just. Well, I've heard it like three times, and this is like my third time. Here maybe it's just yeah. because, like, over time, I've lost my ability to understand like Japanese storytelling as a whole. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, there's so, yeah. See, I don't even try is anymore. A, like, this is like four games worth of plot, and it all happens in like a, I would say, a fairly short game. It's like maybe 15 hours long. Look, I don't know who Eisenhower World War Two is, but I followed all that like <laughs> completely. Yeah, you, you got that complete. Okay, yeah. Doug. Uh, Black hole, little girl. I can't even quiz him. I can't even quiz him. I can't even, quiz him. I can't even fucking. I can't even fucking quiz him. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, so, so did you like you're it? watching like 
Aladdin, and at the end, Aladdin goes like, I'm going to stop Jafar, and he can look himself with Jafar. That'd I mean, that's what Aladdin would that do now. That's not bad. That's what Aladdin would do in, like, 2017. <laughs> I know about <laughs> um, I like how... At the end of the second set of credits, because there's another credit after that ending. Oh, oh so that you get double credits. Right, there is a, an epilogue where you fire, you you play as like her friend. Her friend is just... like the super sexy sex bomb of Gravity Rush. Oh right. yeah, the black haired girl or whatever, or red haired yeah. girl. So you play as yeah. her, who turns out is like, so when she fell, she divided in two. Of course, and she's the other half because you know general. Oh, just shut up! Stop talking. <laughs> 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 so they didn't have the boss to go through with it because at the end of that, like you go around the city, you do a bunch of shit, and at the end she hears like somebody call her name and she turns around and she gasps, and then she fades to black. So you know they had to leave it open for a sequel. Like you, you didn't have the boss, so at least go through your killing them in character. Where do you even go from there? I, mean, I don't, what, I don't, what I don't is think the... they thought they were gonna get a. <laughs> You go gravity. You gravity go, rush. Three, yeah, this is like this is kind of like the red dwarf ending. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there's no way we're getting another sequel. One of the interesting things that I realized looking at this uh, the Wikipedia when preparing to write the review is that the director is the same director for Silent Hill and Silent Hill Two. As which Silent Hill? I, I, Silent Hill and Silent Hill. Silent Hill Two. Hmm. Oh really? Huh. Yep. I mean. Uh, sure, I, I don't see the connection, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I actually think it that looks explains like, some of the weird shit, right? It looks like it's just Silent Hill, not Silent Hill Two. Oh, so yeah, yeah you're right, Silent Hill. Silent well, Hill because I, I, get, felt, I, I felt like I knew who did Silent Hill Two, um, because it's that uh, what is his name? I don't know. Maybe I don't. Never mind. Forget it. Forget I said anything. But yeah, rotten. Good. So I'm yeah, glad. <laughs> the director of Silent Hill, the Gravity Rush, which is weird. Yeah, that's cool. Um, it's probably not the strangest. <laughs> it's probably not the strangest, like uh, you know, uh, jump in in in. I, I want to look this up sometime. I want to find like the guy who did like uh, Spyro went on to make Hatred or something like that. You know, like there's yeah, there's, right. This is like you, you find out that Miyamoto did like Carmageddon three. Yeah, like I wanna I wanna go find sometime and do like some research and see which of us can find like the weirdest jump in uh in in, in like gameography and see. Okay, how about this? How about a guy that makes Mega Man and then <laughs> steals everyone's money? In the mighty number nine. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that's that's not bad at all. Um, so right now, that's the winner. That's the one to beat. <laughs> Is see see what you can finish. But yeah, I wanna I wanna see like like I don't what's... even I don't even like can I can I be honest here? I don't even want to talk about my game. I don't want to follow that. Yeah, right. How are you gonna follow, follow that story? Like, the fuck am I supposed to do now? Like, what's Suda Fifty One's first game? Is it normal? Was he a normal person? No, at some I, don't, point? I don't think he was ever normal. No, so has always been a weird. His first one was Killer, uh, Killer Seven. Killer Seven. No, Super yeah. Super Fire Pro Wrestling Three Final Bout. Actually, okay, come on, you can't you can't say that's normal. <laughs> that's a hell of a title. Like, good grief. Well, I mean, and then and then and then every single game he's done has like fucking wrestling moves in it. Yeah, so, so I guess like now we know where he got that. that from. Uh, he made the Samurai Champloo game. 
I guess now that, that you was really say bad. It, it does remind me. Yeah, the Gears of War is really bad. Um, Volition had a really weird course, uh, uh, especially because, um, uh, especially since I'm thinking how Ubisoft and Rockstar did it. Volition does did it too, but um, oh my, but it's like they just shoved things in, and for some reason it worked. Like, there's no reason that uh, WWE mechanics should work in an open world like Saints Row, but it did. Yeah, that's true. Uh, He has a lot of games to his credit. Who is the uh, director of Quest 64, and what did he go on to make afterwards? Because I'm sure it was amazing. Hopefully nothing. (laughs) If there is a god. I can't click (laughs) his name on Wikipedia, so it's not looking good. (laughs) It looks like probably nothing. Uh, You're right, it's not. He's unclickable. All right, Looks well, like only only the composer survived because he's the only clickable game. Yeah, I mean, name. Um, even even he, uh, d- it does not look like things went on well for him. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do much. Uh, Ruin Explorer, seen the movie. Oof. Urotsuki Dodgy. Ah. Oh, never mind. He <laughs> did. He did Mario and he Sonic did. at the Olympic Games. He did Django and Chain. Django and Chain. <laughs> that 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 that's a move right there. <laughs> that is a leap, my friend. Yeah, there's got to be like something that they sampled that he's just like wrote like a five second piece of music that they liked or something you think so hey man you, you wanted the weirdest like jump <laughs> I, I would say that the wins that's a pretty odd one how about how about the guy that did um penguin adventure penguin adventure yeah like the uh uh yeah the designer for penguin adventure i don't even know what penguin adventure yeah. is 64 uh, let's see. the guy 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 did a uh, penguin adventure is right now working on Death Stranding. Oh, I won. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Uh, what about what about old Simon Keating, the brilliant mind behind Buck Bumble? What did he do next? Oh, oh, I know. Sixty-four only has one person listed. I know. It's there. it's so funny you looked that up, Lucio, because that's what I looked up. I feel too. like I feel like there's a very obvious answer. I have his LinkedIn. Talk about yet? Hold on, and look it look it up first, but. And then I'll bring it back if I think it's good. Okay, and then um, and drop some knowledge on us because I know there's I know there's something out here. There's there's something that's like golden, where like the guy made like the most family friendly game ever. You know who has kind of a weird career is uh, David Jaffe. Actually, that's true. Uh, I was thinking of David Jaffe. Jaffe, <coughs> Jaffe makes um, some weird jumps because uh, he did. I'm also. What what was his? Uh, he he did Twisted Metal, right? Um. And so then Twisted Metal and God of War. Yeah, but then he did like Mickey Mania on the Super Nintendo. Like, I don't know. He's he's a little all over the place sometimes. I mean, the other one, the other guy I'm thinking of um, is Neil Druckmann. Uh, he did Mickey Mania on Super Nintendo and Skype Laser. Yeah. What did uh, what did Neil Druckmann do before? Uh... <laughs> he was a tester on Sky Blazer. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> Tester. Hell yeah. Oh, that's right. Hell yeah. That guy. Yeah. What's up? Uh, I think it was only a designer in Neil Druckmann started his career with, um, with like Jack 3. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Jack, um, Jack and, and Daxter, right? Yeah. And something something called Dinky Penguin, Penguin in TKO for the Third Reich. I have no idea what the fuck that Dinky is. Dinky Penguin in uh, TKO for the Third Reich. That sounds like a great game. Uh, <laughs> 
Yet I will say that I, I think that Naughty Dog is just kind of a weird evolution in general to go from. It like, really is a, re- a really fucking weird. To evolution. go from Crash Bandicoot to Bandicoot. Jack and <laughs> Daxter <laughs> to The Last I mean, of Us. Crash, Crash, and then, and then, and then, but you know, Crash you know, Bandicoot to Jack and Daxter makes sense. The weirdest jump inside what Naughty Dog is was Jack and Daxter itself. Well, yeah, because because Jack and Daxter gets like pretty heavy by the third one. Yeah, like yeah, they're like the, the second like, the first one, one is, when like, they it's, it's torture like the rush. guy for two years. Like, in fact, now that I think about it, it's exactly like Gravity Rush because the first Jack yeah. and Daxter is like this fun and silly thing, and then the second one is like this fucking dark post-apocalypse. It's not no, it's like a dystopia. It's like a dark, heavy industrialized dystopia. Like the from cover, this fun fantasy game. The cover of Jack Three looks like a Mad Max movie. Like. <laughs> No shit. Like, yeah, and then, I want to lie. Before like the Max Max game came out, I would say that that it was the best Mad Max game. <laughs> it was the best Mad Max. Game. That's <laughs> true. some really cool like that's her driving with like all these heavy duty cars. I don't think I ever played this. Like I, this does not look familiar at all. Really? Do you think it's I like, aged I well? I think the best one. I actually think the best one was like Jack and Daxter too. But I, I like pretty much. I like all of them. It's I mean, it's like... Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah, okay, Druckmann is a good choice, because that is an odd... <laughs> uh, although, to be fair, it looks like he came in with like some kind of weird sensibilities. Uh, yeah, because it Daxter. looks like he came in straight from like Jack and Jack 3, which is the darkest one, and right. then he went on to do like Uncharted and The Last of Us, so yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I mean, even even those pairs are kind of weird. Like, uh, yeah. they're, they're very different, uh, different games, for sure. But... Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. All right. Well, I, maybe maybe what we should say here is let's let's encourage the listener to uh, to come up with your uh, example of what the strangest leap in uh, in a video game. Uh, you know, what, what the hell do you call it? It's not a bibliography. It's a gameography. It's not a filmography. It's a gameography. Game yeah, I like that word. Okay. Well, you find the weirdest jump. You find me that that thing where you're like, "Did you know this guy made this?" And I'll be like, "I can't believe it," because I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something way weirder than anything that we found. Like, I mean, you know, the the um, last one I can think of is the guy that um, um, fuck. Oh, the guy that fucked. Yeah, the guy that fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why can't I think of this this asshole's fucking name? Like I can uh, Tetsuya Nomura. Because did you know that he went from making a game um, that was about a dystopian megacorp, and he went from that, and then he went to making a game that was about celebrating LGBT rights. I I mean, the fuck, are you talking about? I'm not. I know what you're talking about. Kingdom Hearts Yeah, I know what you're talking about. To be fair, Final Fantasy VII was still Sakaguchi. To be fair, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy XV have the same amount of oh. zippers, which is important. You know, we didn't we didn't get to talk about the fact that Final Fantasy VII is looking like a cover shooter. Yeah, that is. Isn't that weird? I mean, we first of all, first of all, if it turns out to not be good, everybody here called that. Like yeah, nobody yeah. nobody yeah. here is falling for this one, right? Like I, maybe Trevor might. I don't know if you do. You have a soft spot for? <laughs> well, I just mean because he hasn't been here to. to... Nobody here is a dumbass. I said maybe. Trevor. Yeah. What? Uh, uh, well, I mean, he likes incomplete game experiences, so he should enjoy. <laughs> he should uh, enjoy. Uh, uh, but do you have a? Do you have any affinity for old JRPGs, Trevor? Or is that not really something that was ever your jam? 
No, I like them. I've played a lot of them. Are you? Do you think that Final Fantasy VII remake could could be good in any way whatsoever? Um, I mean, if I mean, if it's the same as the other, no, the, the old the game, nope. it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be completely <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was just going to be. I didn't know too much about it. I thought it was just going to be that game, but they just did better graphics. No, it's. I it's think like, I think that's what everyone thought. It looks like it's. It looks like it's kind of going to be. It looks like it's kind of going to be like a dumbed down Kingdom Hearts. Sort of uh, thing. That's all fucking Square had to do. That's all they needed to do. But no, they, yeah. they were like, yeah, they were like, you, you can fuck this up Square. And Square were like, you want to bet? Not only is that all they need to do, that's all anyone wanted. Right. But like, you know, like I, I talk to everyone that doesn't know, like us, <laughs> like we know. Like I talk to the normies, like I talk to my 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 normal friends and uh, they're like, oh, man, the Final Fantasy seven remake. I love that game. It's just gonna be the same thing. But look. Yeah, I mean that that oh, assumption oh, that assumption that Trevor made is the assumption that everyone has made, uh, and that's why it's that going to sell millions. To and I think most people, I think most people also don't understand that it's going to be episodic, uh, because again, like a lot of the people who have fond memories of that game quit playing games a while ago, and yeah. so like they don't know where the industry's gone and all like the fucked they, up shit and how Cloud's going to have like a they day don't know one the horror DLC that's hat. Where Enix is capable of unleashing. <laughs> I mean, the good news is, is it'll come out and, uh, well, no, it'll probably perform really well. I was going to say it'll underperform and they'll cancel it, but that probably isn't what's going to happen. Uh, the other thing yeah. is that Nomura said that they're going to make changes to the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, that. to be That's fair, bizarre. there are some Final Fantasy VII story beats that you can definitely change or maybe even eliminate entirely and still like no i mean what would you yes mean, i want i want because the same cloud, with better graphics cloud I getting in a dress and then no cloud, cloud like... getting in a cloud getting in a dress can stay i would pretty yeah, much yeah that just, needs to stay i would pretty much just get rid of zach like in anything involving that's, him that would you know you know damn that's well kind of court to that, that's club, the part man. that they're most likely to build up oh yeah zach is gonna be like cloud's gonna die like uh, an hour into the game <laughs> and zach will be the main character the fucking zach like the guy who <laughs> shares the name of the gamestop employee who sold you <laughs> the game. Uh, don't forget don't forget when barrett gets replaced with his friend jeff like uh-huh. can't wait <laughs> Really looking forward well, to anyway, it. Anyway, I'm I'm no longer calling this title Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, they, how I'm could calling, you? How does that even? I'm, it's I'm, just they're not even calling it that. It it very specifically says in the title art, it's Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Like it's not. Mm. Uh, that, that that's not gonna uh, be the final the final name. It's gonna be Final Fantasy Seven Remake Prologue <laughs> Negative Two. <laughs> Final uh, Final Blitz. Wage. Final Blitz. Thirty. My my name for the game is my my name for the game. Is Call of Duty, Big Sword, Arm Gun Man. That's yeah. where we're going, pretty much. Because uh, we, we, we have seen screenshots of Cloud taking cover behind a crate. You know, that, <laughs> that old classic JRPG thing where you hide behind the crate from enemies. And I'm calling you know, it now. I'm going to call I'm gonna Google call it right now. The first episode, first of all, it's going to be absurdly priced. It's, it's obvious surprise the first episode 30. is under $25. It's going to be 30 it is? That's what I'm betting. No, it's oh, you're betting? Okay, okay. Every so one's going to be 60. 60. It's going to be a full 60 seven. for the entire... Well, yes. Well, oh, that would be amazing. That so, would be and then it's going to end at the Mecha Spider boss When is fight. it supposed to come out? Uh, We don't really know. So they pushed oh, okay. it back. We know that, which isn't surprising because it's Trevor. Phoenix, so. If you have so... kids, it's when your kids have kids. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. 
It'll be a while then. I was going to say. My, my daughter's two months old. <laughs> well, so when, um, when you Google Final Fantasy VII, the first thing is uh, an article that says, Final Fantasy VII Remake is looking good, but there's questions. And I'm like, you can possibly believe that. They're paying you to write that headline. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I this mean, does look like this uh, does look like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's uh it's got a big Kingdom Hearts uh feel to it. I mean and they made like Final Hearts, Fantasy right? 15, actually. They, they and did, and, and actually my it's been reported that the Kingdom Hearts three team has worked on the Final Fantasy VII remake. So uh-huh. they will they will have similarities for sure. Like hopefully Mickey doesn't show up, but I mean right. I'm not even I'm not gonna put anything past them at this <laughs> He's point. He's gonna be one of the knights of the round. Goofy <laughs> replaces Barrett. Gorge. That's goofy. Well, whatever. <laughs> no. No, you get it right. These things are important. Uh, yeah, the, fight, the party fight the guard, the guard Scorpion in a new Final Fantasy VII remake screen. So I am betting that is where the first episode ends. That would be awful. Like, that's that's almost <laughs> none of the game. It's a 40-hour game that did that. It takes that long to get to the spider boss. That would be so <laughs> terrible. Especially when you consider that, like, you're just going to be running down a straight corridor. You, you, know, you, you know what the him. problem is? You know what the problem is? Like, like Jared is having this emotional reaction because he knows somewhere deep down, I have a good chance of being right. No, I mean, I mean, seriously. Like, I, I want you to really think about this for a second. Do you remember how amazing that feeling was in Final Fantasy VII when you leave Midgar for the first time? And like, yeah, it's like holy shit. And like, the whole world opens up uh, before your very eyes, and like, you 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 get to you know experience uh, this this full fledged game. And now imagine this new iteration of it that literally ends <laughs> right as you get to that part. <laughs> oh, it's finally! Like, hey. Not even as you get to the part; it's well before you even get. Yeah, to that's that that's part. that's like, true. That's hours before you even get to that part. <laughs> And I'm thinking like when, you start, when, you, when you start playing Final Fantasy VII, it felt like the entire game took place in Midgard, and then like you, you, there was no like sturdy internet, all that. There was no like YouTube, all that kind of shit to look it up. So when you got out of Midgard, it was like a huge fucking surprise. Yeah, yeah, you're you're like holy shit, a world map, and you've been playing yeah. for like six or seven hours at this point. Oh, dude, you better not be right. If they ended at the fucking, <laughs> if they ended at the fucking scorpion, that will blow my mind. That will blow my mind. I mean, that would explain. That would explain if you look at screenshots. We haven't seen anybody other than Cloud. I don't even think we've oh, seen. Oh, you're right. Barrett. There's a. Did we see Barrett? IGN with Barrett. Yeah. But but like you haven't it seen. Really bad too. You haven't but seen. But Barrett's there. Barrett's like in in. He's in your party by the time you fight the guard. Like, you know what, so man? Not, yeah, but so, like, what I'm saying is, like, I'll bet you no red 13. You know what, man? Yeah. You guys are missing the point, which is we haven't seen Tifa. We need to know if the tits are still the size they should be. Oh, I agree. Shit. See, that's the other thing that's worrying. We haven't seen Tifa, and she comes after the guard, Scorpion. God, you're right. You do, dude, you're blowing my mind here. <laughs> this better not be. They can't do that. How could they do that? That would be crazy. I I don't. Uh, I mean, be... square, man. And how many episodes? That would be like 500 episodes. Uh, <laughs> unless they change the story really dramatically. That's a, that's a lot of money for them. Oh, shit, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking like we're, they're even going to get through all the episodes. <laughs> like, I'm not... I'm not Dude, that it took them ten years to make Final Fantasy 15. This could be in development for like yeah. maybe even Cyberpunk 2077 might even come up before this. 
I mean, there's like, I they, they did release all the third birthday finally, but when they did do it, it was like the most terrible thing ever. It was oh, like yeah. so much you could tell. It's like compromised and taken out, and, and it was just, oh, God. Okay, what about this? What about this? So in the spirit of simplifying the story a little bit and uh, shortening the game so it doesn't run as long, what if they take like Tifa and Eris and combine her into one character? Oh my god. And I don't like that, but I do want them to combine Barrett and Tifa into one character. Uh into and, one character. and Sid and Kate Sith are one character too. Um Sid Sith. Kate Kate Sid. Oh, it works. Kate Sid's actually pretty good. I'd I'd play a game with him. It's just Sid with a little stuffed bear on his shoulder. You know what? I'm I'm back on board with the whole thing. I, I I'll bet you I'll bet you anything. Kate Sith gets the axe. Isn't in the game at all. Um, and Red Thirteen Tifa is was not. So, Tifa was so great. She was like the she's like the subject of so many teenage fantasies. I'll bet I'll bet Yuffie uh, runs like a store that you shop at. Um, and that's it. And for some uh, bizarre reason, um. Square seems to really love Yuffie, so she'll probably have a much bigger role. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, that's that's worse. So you know I... who's gonna have a ton of screen time? <laughs> Who? Everybody's oh. favorite, Vincent. He's dark and broody. He was my favorite. I liked him. Cut down, Jared. I almost bought. <laughs> I almost bought Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, his, almost. His, his um his his avatar used to be Vincent. And to be fair, to, to be fair. We were teenagers, so I, I guess I'll give it a pass. Yeah, I, I was the right age for a guy who sleeps in a coffin. Like it. <laughs> you identified with him. I identified Jared. with him. I wanted to sleep. Only in he knows coffin. the darkness inside me. But uh, but yeah, meanwhile, I, I had a lot of issues with Zach. Did not enjoy. Uh, back then, back then, Tifa was my favorite because she had a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah no, and she's like your she's like your good friend for a long time, and you know. Even sticks right, with you after your after your bay gets killed. Like, yeah, after after you go crazy and all that kind of stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, now you know the truth. You're a you're a jackass, but I'm gonna stay here anyway." Yeah, see, so like that's a that's a girl. Yeah, that was such a good game, and now they're gonna ruin it. Yeah, for, for yep. everyone. Well, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. So, <laughs> uh, if if for no other reason than just to say I told you so, um, I really think you're gonna get Ooh, like a, everybody uh, here agrees with you. I really think you're gonna get uh, a ground zeros. Uh, situation here where uh, you're going to get like seriously maybe two hours of gameplay and yeah. um, mm-hmm. and then we'll, and what did they, they asked for 40 for ground zeros right yeah it was 40 so I got it for free on uh, Xbox gold oh yeah I did I, I think yeah, I, that's I, where I played it I don't think I actually collected I rented it from a red box which that takes a lot I have to know that something's a really bad value to do that right so <laughs> Yep. Because you're talking to the guy who bought fucking Dead Rising Four. <laughs> so, Me too. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Well, that's uh, so be it. All right. Well, we've made our piece. Uh, this is probably a good, <laughs> as good a stopping point as as any. Hey, um, you're right. We do we went through like the five stages of grief over final. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We we've uh, accepted. We've accepted. We're at it. acceptance. I'm Are actually, you a G for Final Fantasy? Seven? I'm actually a little hyped. So let's get it. Let's get it going. <laughs> Uh, lots of stuff coming up on the horizon. Hey, actually, Horizon, I think, came out today. Yeah. Didn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Next week. oh, did so, it come out today? Yeah, it's the 28th. Oh, is 28th. it? Is it the 28th? I thought it was out uh, today because all the reviews broke. All the, yeah, all, all the, the reviews. Yeah, the reviews broke, but it's it's not 
And everybody's mad at this gamer because they gave it a low score. Uh, a couple people did. Destructoid only gave it a seven, which is like I mean, I don't fucking like care what Destructo does. Destructo is a fucking piece of shit. I, I trust them more than some you of the do? others. Why? More than some of the others. I think Chris Carter is actually uh, kind of thorough uh, a guy. Like he he is hit, that Chris Carter's brother. Uh, is it whose brother? <laughs> Aaron Carter. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Chris Carter is Aaron Carter's brother, uh, and he's also the creator of the X Files. Um, Excellent. So you know he's he's on fire. Um, but yeah, gen- generally I trust him uh, at least a little bit. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, he was dead on with Resident Evil, like I said. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, Horizon's on the way. Uh, of course, the Switch will be here. Uh, as well within a little bit more than a week so uh, we won't be able to talk about that next podcast but i'm sure that there will be plenty of other things to occupy us in the meantime Uh, if you enjoyed our podcast today please go subscribe to it on itunes or google play or whatever your podcast service of choices we should be on all of them and if you find one we're not just uh, let us know we'll fix it Uh, if you're not already go follow us on facebook and twitter we're at the enemy slime on both of those services and um, I think with that we are. I think I think we're still not on you now. Oh well, we'll work on that. I'll get it fixed. Okay, cool. All right, now we're out. <laughs>